The Diehard Eagles Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And make sure to tune into Draft Day on July 13th where Ryan Kramer will attempt to draft for 24 hours straight. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. We're talking Eagles. We are going to be doing an underrated, overrated episode for the entire NFC. So we'll talk WFT, NYG, and of course the dreaded Dallas Cowboys. A little bit of news to get to before we get our uh, most overrated and underrated picks out there. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Eagles have taken down the Carson Wentz banner that hung on the side of the stadium. Finally. It was the last, uh, the last uh, piece of the Carson Wentz era. Justin, any thoughts on the Eagles finally taking down the banner? I mean, I'm just excited to turn the page. Um, unfortunately, we had to let go Doug last season and then Wentz and trade him away. So it's nice just to see, you know, giving the ball to Hurts now, seeing what he can do, moving on with Sirianni. And, you know, new chapter, new team, um, and let's keep this going. Like it. New chapter, new team. Let's go. Speaking of the new team, Lane Johnson. Wait, Sean, uh, before we yes. go there, I, I got to chime in on the way. Oh, yeah. Banner because uh, seriously, what took so long? I don't I know. mean, he was traded when? What was it? March when this thing was? Announced? Yeah. And we knew this was coming even before that. So how do you let a guy on your stadium for months when he's gone on another team, I mean, come on, <laughs> these NFL teams have unlimited resources. He should have been gone literally the next day before the sun rose after that trade was announced. It, 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 it somewhat blows my mind that it took this long. Yeah. I mean, you could have taken it down even when the season ended. I get it. You uh, maybe they don't want to take it right down after they traded him. Cause it's a new story, but like, why not get that out with the, uh, you know, when the Wentz trade happens, take the banner down and, and just move on. It, it makes no sense that they even have, I mean, how do you forget having a giant banner on the side of the stadium? I, I get why it's, you know, if it's something small, you might miss it, but it's a giant banner. and, and, you know, Eagles talk radio had just been filled with people calling and asking why the banner is still up. And why would you, why would you torture the fan base? You've already put them through so much with your handling of the Wentz ordeal, dragging that out for months on end. And then you, you make it worse by leaving this goddamn banner up and just rubbing salt in the wounds. But it feels like those wounds are beginning to heal. Thanks to Jalen hurts. And thanks to, I mean, I don't know if he has a social media person or a publicist, 
But goddamn, everything that guy posts is the exact thing I want to see. Okay, you're lifting weights. You're saying every day. It's it's like every post is something. He's either talking about how much he loves work. He's either doing work or he's throwing sweet ass bombs to one of the Eagles receivers. <laughs> Robbie, I've never Rob, I've never seen um, something like this where a guy is just dominating the off season in social media. Oh, it is phenomenal. It's you know he's coming across with that blue collar attitude. He's earning this job. Nothing's giving it to him, and you know it, it's amazing for a guy that really is a big question mark. I mean, let's be honest. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't see enough in four games. He had no off season, so I don't think we should judge him at all based on last year. Um, will he is he the man or not we don't know but i have never gone into a season more pumped rooting yeah. for a guy to succeed because mentally it seems like this guy just has the swagger and he has the attitude no and and it i don't think it's just us and i remember when they got rid of uh the Wentz trade finally went down elaine johnson tweeted out hey we're gonna be all right we're gonna be fine and now lane johnson came out was uh, saying quote hurts makes things easier for the offensive line. Now it was in an interview where he's talking about Hertz's ability to scramble and move around. I don't think it was a direct shot at Carson, but it does seem, I mean, we're early on into the Hertz era, but Justin, doesn't it seem like everyone, the team is on board as well? Like it seems like he has legit support in the locker room. Yeah. And the amount of support he has uh, just shows how much I think these guys were over Wentz. And I would love to have a couple of beers with, you know, uh, Lane or Kelsey or be a fly on the wall and just listen to some of the stories they must have about Carson because for them to be so into Hertz right now, almost too much so, and the fact that we continue to talk about Hertz and how hyped we are each time because he keeps putting out all these positive messages and getting us amped because <laughs> Wentz was the complete opposite and he wouldn't give us anything to go off of or work off of or get behind. And now we have Hertz there. And I mean, you can tell that these guys in the locker room are really, you know, behind him getting excited for the season. And I mean, it's just, it, it's great to see. Well, it, it, it's somewhat of that underdog mentality, not for, you know, it is kind of shaping up quite honestly for the team again. Cause I think everyone has such low expectations of us Sirianni. I mean, Chris Sims, you guys, I'm sure everyone saw, didn't even have him in the top 40, 40. QB. Come on. Hurts. I mean, he's a starting QB and he's not even in the top 40. So I, I, I like it. I hope everyone downplays us. I hope it, you know, they, they count us out and let's see how these guys rise to the occasion. It does certainly seem like the team is rallying around him and he's doing everything to win these guys over. Here's the thing too. I, I think guys know in the locker room, whether someone sucks, I don't think they would be rallying around hurts if he if he outright sucked now may, maybe he's not as good as we're projecting or maybe he doesn't end up being the complete guy but I think we can rule out him completely sucking just from what we saw in those first four games and the fact that he has the support of the offense in the locker room like the line isn't gonna want to block for a guy who really really sucks and uh you know I, I think these guys know and and the fact that the team is excited is is making me excited let's go um, I, I mean, oh, training camp only a few weeks away. And I think the thing you have to remember with Hertz is, you know, I think people are getting too much in this mold. Like only a top five pick QB can be good in the NFL. And sure. The odds statistically, I'm sure are higher, 
but they're not the only good QBs in the NFL. I mean, you have Russell Wilson, who's clearly one of the top QBs in the NFL. He was what a third round pick. I think, you know, Tom Brady, the best QB arguably of all time uh, was not even a, what was he fifth, sixth, seventh round? I don't, I don't even yeah. remember, but um, so I mean, if you look at Hertz's body of work, sure, he had that game where he was benched in Alabama, but he rose to the occasion, came back. I mean, he's been a winner everywhere he's gone, let's face it. So, you know, I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think the other thing to add to that, too, is he doesn't have to be a Pro Bowl-type quarterback, I don't think, in order to lead this team. Um, he's just got to be solid, right? And he has, yeah. I think, a solid line in front of him. He's got the weapons right now with Sanders and the receiving core. He's just got to be able to, you know, put the ball out there, not make mistakes, essentially. And I think we could go a long way just with that alone. And if he plays better than that, I mean, that's that's even better. But I, I think in order for us to be above 500, he's just got to be able to facilitate. Yeah, no, that's a great word, facilitate, because they do have a good offensive line. We have Miles Sanders. We have a ton of potential from the running backs. We got Dallas Goddard. And then Devonta Smith, I mean, if Do I mean, you know, a top six pick – Coming in uh, to help the pass catchers. Uh, hey, I, I just can't wait to see training camp. We're getting preseason games, getting so jacked for football. And, of course, you want a, uh, you want a winner like uh, Jalen Hurts on your team. And you, when speaking of win, you want to go to winbet.com, baby. They're bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and games. Generous promos, odds, parlays all happening right now over at WinBet. Sign up over there and get that $500 risk-free uh, sports bet. Get that sweet, sweet deposit bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com. Download the app today. Okay. Over overrated, underrated. It's always a fun off-season thing to do here. Kick things off with the uh, team formerly known as the Redskins, the WFTs. Justin, I'll let you uh, get things started. Who's your underrated Washington football player? And again, the whole Washington football player is so annoying because when you're researching names or teams or like looking up stuff, it's impossible to search for because you just type Washington football player. I don't know. It's 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 fucking annoying. But what do you what do you got for uh, underrated for Washington football team? As as painful as it is to imply that some of these players are good, what do you got for the WFTs? Yeah, you know, I waffled a little bit. I think there's actually a couple guys who are underrated, but the guy who stands out to me, he gets a, a little bit of uh, credit, I think, from, you know, people who are into football. I know definitely the Washington fans love him, but I don't know if there's many people outside of them, where outside of um, Washington fans, where he gets enough credit. So I went with Scary Terry McLaren there. Ooh. Um, I, I like him a lot. I mean, I and I know he does get some credit. His name comes up every now and then, but for a guy who had – the 11th most yards among receivers last season. I don't think he gets near as enough credit and he had almost 90 receptions as well. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think he's, he's a solid pick there. Um, he's, he's a guy who, you know, was really their only threat on the team last season. I yeah. mean, for a team that had, you know, Adrian Peterson and running back and guys, I mean, they didn't really have too much going on there. He was really uh, their biggest valve. I know they got Logan Thomas at tight end, but, 
I mean, he's the guy. If I'm a, if I'm a defense, I'm scheming against him probably most of the team most of the time. And uh, he was still able to get almost 90 receptions last last year and over a thousand yards. So yeah, and and still considered to be underrated. And horrible quarterback play. I I know uh, in the fantasy world he's starting to get a little uh, heat, little burn. So I think he's I think he's rising up. But uh, yeah, I agree. Probably doesn't get his uh, his his due there. Rob, where are you at? Who's underrated on Washington? Yeah, so I actually went a little outside the box. And, and first of all, I actually found this a very difficult exercise because when I'm not watching the Eagles, I'm generally not watching just, you know, the football team or the Giants, uh, you know, play games. So actually picking out players was harder than I thought. So Rob, you weren't you didn't break down a bunch of game film for this. I, I did not, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, come so, on, man. Um, so I actually went with Ron Rivera, the coach Ooh. of the Redskins. So uh-huh. look, I I think he's an interesting pick. He, he had a long tenure in Carolina and you know, had some mixed results, but I do think he is bringing some order out of chaos in Washington. The team's getting more discipline. They're clearly on the rise. Um, I, I don't know if he's that elite coach, if he becomes that elite coach that really, you know, gives them an edge over someone else. But I think he deserves more credit than he gets for how he's kind of transforming that team. Uh, that was really a complete disaster before he got there. Yeah, I mean they were pretty bad, and and he, he helped steady the ship. So I, I I think Ron Rivera that makes sense. And yeah, I mean you've seen all the uh, I mean all the off the field stuff that they've had to go through. Um, you know, and and Ron Rivera he had cancer and like basically coached through it. Um, so the guy's a beast. And and shout out to him for uh, the Washington Football Team. My underrated player uh, for them is Montez Sweat. Everyone talks about Chase Young. He's kind of the big name, but um, Montez Sweat had a really good year. I mean, their front seven in general is a beast. Montez Sweat had 12 tackles for a loss, 20 quarterback hits, nine sacks, two forced fumbles, six pass deflections, and a pick six. Um, You know, you could even throw Ioannidis in there. Like, they really have a good defensive line, and I I think everyone besides uh, Chase Young is probably underrated considering how well they play. So that was painful, but we got it over with overrated. I'll start with the overrated Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now I, I love Fitzpatrick. I, uh, as a, as a, like a, as a gamer, as a guy that you put in your like DFS lineup one week, he feels frisky. He's a great guy to like come off the bench, but as like your starter for NFL week one, the guy isn't that good. I mean, 16 seasons in the league, only one year. Uh, the 2015 uh, jet season where he went 10 and six, has he had, has he had more wins than losses? I mean, at some point you're just not that good. And and I, I like how he just goes for it. I like how he's a gunslinger. I could see if you're a Washington fan, you're talking yourself into him. And I was kind of annoyed that they got him, but still overall, let's be honest. This guy isn't coming in and, and I, I just don't see them getting to like, you know, double digit wins here. Rob, who, who'd you go with? overrated for Washington. Yeah. So I went with, uh, Fitz magic. Um, you know, the guy somehow is, is, is so liked, like he has this aura and he just it's rallies. A big beard. He has these games here or there, but you know, overall, I mean, he's last year, he had 13 TDs, eight interceptions in nine games, career, 60% career losing record, like 59, 86 and one. 82. I mean, he's been average at best. So I don't know why uh, 
you know, everyone acts like he has some magic that's propelling the team. He's not propelling them anywhere. So the, the magic nickname is pretty funny. I, I you 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 think you could get over five hundred if you're a magician more than exactly. once in your career. And he went to Harvard. I mean, he's just one of those the the giant beard. Like he's fun, but come on, he's not. You know, he's not someone, uh, as far as like QB terms, you're not settling down uh, with the Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's not a long-term solution. Justin, are you, uh, are you on board with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick being overrated? You go with someone else. Oh, uh, I was actually originally, I was, I was contemplating putting Fitz and underrated just because wow. on paper, he's, he's certainly overrated, but when you watch a game with him, man, he does bring some magic to it. And he seems <laughs> to pull those passes out of his butt, you know, or I guess that's where like the magic thing comes from. If you're betting with him too, which I have quite a few times, you just never feel like you're out of it either, which is something you can appreciate. No, he's, he's enter- worth with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's entertaining, but as like a long-term day one starter, I don't know. But I can't disagree with you guys for saying he's overrated. But I actually went with their other quarterback, Taylor Heineke, who everybody loved after that playoff game. (laughs) Loved him. And you guys brought up something you were talking about on paper and looking at the stats. And, I mean, Tyler really passed the eye test in that one playoff game last season. And granted, it was against Tom. But then I went back and I looked and I was like, wait a second, what were these stats? He was 12 for 19 and had 137 yards passing and one TD. And he only played that one game last season. He's had two TDs in his entire career. It's like, why why were we about to like anoint this guy, some starter on some team? Um, it didn't make any sense to me. And luckily, I think the Redskins made a good decision by bringing somebody else in for them. I wish they would have just stuck with him, but I just felt like uh, we, were, uh, we were really high on him after that game, even though they still lost. And they only through 137 yards. So it didn't make any sense to me. No, you're right. There was some like heat on, on Taylor Heineke of like, well, maybe they don't need to do anything at quarterback. Maybe they can just go with Taylor Heineke. Uh, and, and of course that's not probably what you should end up doing. Moving over to the giants underrated Rob, you're a Penn state guy. Saquon Barkley underrated. I, I, I think that would be crazy to put him in underrated, but what do you, what do you got for your underrated giant? So, Again, this was tough for me, but I went with Slayton. Um, mm. You know, I don't know if it's fair to say he's underrated, but he was a fifth round pick in 2019. He's had about 750 yards each year, eight TDs in 2019, three in 2020, a little bit of a down year. But, you know, I think he's a solid second option, second, third option as a receiver there, adds something to their offense. Um, you know, maybe he's who I chose out of default because I didn't know who else to choose, but that's who I'm going with. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he probably doesn't. Yeah. I mean, for a fifth round pick, he's probably certainly exceeded expectations and the fact that he's like a big part of the offense or at least like a legit contributor. I I, I think that makes him uh, underrated. I'm going to go with the linebacker, Blake Martinez, their, their defense, as much as it pains me to say it, like their defense was pretty good last year. Thankfully, Daniel Jones was horrific um, and, and kept him out of a bunch of games, but their defense was pretty good. And, and, and you know, kind of like Washington, their front seven, not bad. Um, you know, they had a bunch of issues with linebacker previously, bringing in Blake Martinez from the Packers, kind of steadied the ship, 150 tackles. He's kind of, a, I mean, he's not amazing. And, but the fact that he can come in and stop the bleeding, for their defense, I, I think is big for them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Blake Martinez 
the underrated mantle. What about you, Justin? Who do you got underrated? I went with uh, Jabril Peppers. This is a guy, you know, he was drafted in the first round, went to Cleveland, so high expectations there. But I think people questioned how he would fit in their system and what he could do. He did okay. He was a bit underwhelming there. But then, you know, last season was his best season so far with the Giants. First season there, he had 91 combined tackles. He had two and a half sacks. Um, And, you know, he's only 25 years old. So I I think if he can – continue to go in that giant system he might be able to have a great season this season so i'd say he's a bit underrated uh people seem to you know scoff considering he's first round pick and they had higher expectations for him but he's coming around what about what about overrated for you justin Who, who's who's the overrated giant lot to pick from because you know the giants the giants again the giants hype that's coming out of they, i've never seen a, a team so a fan base so cocky coming off a of six and ten year it's crazy you know, I was really looking at Saquon and then I looked a little bit more into Danny Dimes' numbers and oh, I'm just like, I don't know how this guy's still starting. I mean, <laughs> you know, last season he played 14 games. He threw 11 touchdowns. How do you do games. that? He threw 10 interceptions in 14 games. He threw under 3,000 yards in this league. I know he played 14 out of 16, only 14 out of 16 games, but how do you still only throw le- under 3,000 yards um, in this league now? So, I mean... He's just entirely overrated. But if you talk to any Giants fan, it's they they just somehow don't see it. And I understand that we were uh, we were oblivious of Wentz, and we you know we threw on the blinders with him, and it, at least I did for a number of seasons. And finally, I saw the light. And if you're not a Giants fan and you don't see the light by this point, I mean, you're just you're completely in denial. Well, they probably don't see it because of that lightning speed he has. So it's, it's <laughs> tough to run. really track him down. Yeah. Vanilla Vic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, him, him, uh, I mean, him tripping on that game and not scoring the touchdown was maybe the highlight of the Eagles season as, 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 as it was filled with a bunch of low lights, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones, he's just not good. I mean, Wentz was horrible last year, but you could make a case. He was even better than Daniel Jones. Like, I mean, Wentz was probably like 31. You could put Jones 32, but we came to terms with, we came to terms with the reality that he sucked. We moved on. We have hope in hurts. Cause we haven't seen him be the worst quarterback in the league. I, I just, Oh, sorry, Sean. No, no. I just don't know where they're getting like, Oh, this guy's got a franchise quarterback. They still have Jason Garrett as their OC. Like what, what has changed since last year? Can I just add, uh, just to put this into perspective, because we were talking about Fitzmagic stats and how bad he he is. He played nine games last season, but he still threw over 2,000 yards in nine games and 13 TDs and eight interceptions. So, I mean, if, if people want to dog Fitzmagic, I get it. But, I mean, at least in nine games, he threw 13 TDs. Uh, you know, Danny Dimes played 14 through 11, so... Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here because I actually had Daniel Jones too. And as much pressure as he's under, he's still overrated. And I don't even know if we mentioned the fumbles yet. I mean, how many? Oh, oh you're right. I mean, I, I think I was trying to verify the stat, but I think it was something like 18 and 11 fumbles <laughs> the last two years. So, um, you know, I, just completely overrated. I don't see him going anywhere. You know, maybe, you know, in hindsight, look, I love Saquon. He's a Penn Stater. I'm a Penn State guy. I'm not going to say he's overrated, but quite honestly, they probably had bigger needs at that number two pick when they took Saquon. Maybe they should have taken a QB that year um, instead. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely think Daniel Jones is overrated. You want to talk about passing touchdowns. You mentioned Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Justin. What about Nick Mullins? Nick Mullins had 12 passing touchdowns in eight games and looked horrible. Uh, Joe Burrow had 13, and he only played uh, 10 games, and he blew out his ACL. Andy Dalton had 14. Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky. Gardner Minshew in eight games had 16 touchdowns. I I said to Ryan that the Giants should consider trading for Gardner Minshew, and you know he he looked he he just looked at me like I I just hooked up with his wife. He was like, "What are you talking about? Oh my, you're crazy! Why would we? Why would we? Why would we uh, trade for Gardner Minshew? We have a franchise quarterback. Do you? I don't think you do. I actually selected um, Saquon just to just to mix it up here. Um, I mean, Saquon, again, he's dealt with the injuries. To me, it's more just he's overrated in the sense that when you draft a guy number two overall, you need that guy to help you win games. And he hasn't helped the Giants win games at all. Like, even, you know, he'll have some nice runs and catch the ball out of the backfield, super athletic. But now he's coming off a torn ACL and a torn meniscus, and people act like he's not going to miss a step and and just be completely fine. Like, I, I think you're kind of crazy um, thinking that Saquon isn't isn't going to have some issues with the season starting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just Saquon overall, I, I think it's more just an anti-running back that high um, in the first round. It, you can only become overrated. And now what do, you, what do you do as a franchise? If you're a Giants fan, do you really want them to extend Saquon Barkley and spend max money on it? It, it – it makes no sense. Um, all right. We got Dallas coming up and the Eagles. Of course we will be doing an Eagles overrated and, a, and a Cowboys overrated underrated. We got it all. want to give a quick shout out to PropSwap.com, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. That's right. Cool thing about PropSwap is again, it's kind of like the stock market. You don't need to actually win your bet. You just need to uh, need to like improve in value. Last week, a prop swap customer sold a hundred dollar ticket on uh, the Hawks one seventy five to one to win the East. Sold it for sixty two fifty after the Hawks went up one zero on Milwaukee. Uh, now they're now it's two two. But I mean, again, he sold at the perfect time. And the the cool thing about PropSwap.com is if you if you see a price you don't like it, you can bid lower. Kind of the eBay of uh, sports bets. Justin is dancing on the Zoom to the ad read music. Let's go, baby. Just go to PropSwap.com. Use that promo code SGP and receive up to $500 in bonus cash when you deposit over at PropSwap.com. And, of course, Underdog Fantasy. Go to UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Best ball is the way to play fantasy. Don't have to manage your teams. You just draft the guys. And of course, uh, Kramer is going to be drafting for 24 hours straight, uh, starting July 13th at 1 p.m. Pacific. You can hop in, draft with Kramer. UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. Sign up, then you get a free shot at one million dollars. So, again, uh, I took home 200k from DraftKings. Justin, you were there in person, witnessing me, and and maybe I'm going to take home that million dollar. Uh, underdog uh, best ball. That that is the dream, and and underdog as far as underdog fantasy, the best ball. I've been I've been loading up with a bunch of Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard stacks. He's going pretty late, 
And we're uh, this week we're doing our uh, top ten fantasy football players. Of course, very high on Jalen Hurts because if you look at the numbers, Jalen Hurts actually was set to lead the league in uh, rushing attempts by a quarterback. If you would have stretched that out through the course of a season, so super high on uh, all in on Jalen Hurts this year, especially fantasy. Rob, I'll let you kick things off. Dallas Cowboys underrated. Some one of these players has to be underrated, even though they're all trash. Who do you got as underrated? Yeah, so I actually went. I, I don't really know if he's underrated, but I just think he's going to be a stud. I, and and he started last year. I, I really think C.D. Lamb's the real deal. I don't think he may not really fit that well as an underrated player, but I mean, as a rookie, he had seventy four catches, nine hundred thirty five yards. I personally think he's quickly going to eclipse uh, Amari Cooper as the top uh, receiver on the team. Uh, you know, Amari, I think he's good, but I, I just, I, I don't know. I think CeeDee Lamb has more potential and, and he's going to eclipse him. So he was my choice. Justin, underrated cowboy. You know, this was a really hard one for me to, <laughs> to look up because I was trying to, everybody seems overrated on that team. Um, but so yes. I had to go with the guy who, I actually feel like is the best player on the team and did get a lot of recognition last season, even though I think a lot of Dallas fans realized, you know, um, what they missed out on with his injury. So Zach Martin was the guy I went with. And I know a lot of people would say he's not underrated. He gets the credit he's due. He's been to pro bowls and uh, he's great in there on the line. Uh, But I think, you know, um, he missed 10 games last season. They really missed out on him with that calf injury and with him, you know, back in the line on the line. I mean, he's the guy to be reckoned with. So I, I actually, he's the one guy on the team. I'll give some credit to. Ah, oh, painful. Giving credit to a Dallas Cowboy. I'm going to go with Mike McCarthy again. This guy's a, he's a great coach, really rallying the team uh, as an Eagles fan. He's underrated. Cause I think as long as Mike McCarthy's there, Dallas Cowboys are going down. I I don't know what they're thinking. Like he is kind of, he's kind of like a soft players coach that doesn't crack the whip and they, they draft all these low character guys. It's going to be a complete disaster. So I'm saying from an Eagles perspective, he's underrated. We should appreciate Mike McCarthy more, give him more praise because the more praise he gets, the longer he'll stay as the Dallas Cowboys head coach overrated. I'll start with Amari Cooper. Again, not top 10 last year in catches, yards, or touchdowns. And everyone talks about him like he's this, you know, just write it down, A number one, receiver number one, uh, but highly, highly overrated. Rob, you had a lot to choose from, but who'd you choose uh, for your overrated cowboy? Yeah, so I went with uh, Zeke. Uh, To me, this was an easy choice. Oh, yeah. He's solid, but at the end of the day, I'm sick of the feed me. (laughs) Um, you know, he had one of his lower years last year, 979 yards, six TDs. Um, you know, Pollard last year had four TDs, by the way, I almost went for with Pollard for the most underrated on that would have been a good one. Um, that probably would have been the better one. Um, but you know, I, I just think for a guy that now has a six year, $90 million contract with $28 million guaranteed as a running back, I, I just don't see the value. Uh, to that position to pay that out. I'm glad they gave him the deal as an Eagles fan, uh, but I, I just have to think he's overrated. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, there's no way he's going to be in shape for a 17 game season and their offensive line is falling apart. Like he's not a guy who really is dying to play football. He's always involved in some off field shenanigans. His, his dogs are biting people. He's gotten sued multiple times for letting his dogs bite people. 
Uh, Justin, who's your who's your overrated cowboy? I mean, I had to go with Dak. Uh, yeah, he's had some solid seasons in the past. Yeah, the last season on. was his best season. But I mean, even with that said, he's had receivers, you know, throughout his career who he's who he can throw to. He's had Zeke at the top of his game as well. And um, Zeke obviously starting to hit a low point, as Rob just pointed out. But And he's had a, a great offensive line for the most part until it got banged up last season. But once again, he broke his leg. Um, and somehow people think that he's going to come back and put together the same season he did last year, which to me was a complete anomaly. And he's coming back with a broken leg. So it makes no sense to me uh, to give him all this praise and to, and to think that Dallas is going to uh, do anything extraordinary this season. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I just took my Dak vigil down knowing that he's, uh, he's okay. And he's healthy ready to go for the season. I mean, that was a bad injury and people act like it was nothing. All right. Moving over to what we really want to talk about the Eagles, Justin, I'll let you kick things off. Who's your underrated Eagle. You know, this is a guy who I actually, I, I might underrate him at times. And I, uh, I, I put him down at times probably because I have such high expectations for him. I, I put Miles Sanders down, you mm. know, this guy, I think with uh, Eagles fans, we get a little bit frustrated with him, but it seems like national media and everybody else just takes no notice of him as being a top running back, which I still consider him to be. Now, Pro Football Focus ranked him 19th, and then yeah, NFL.com came out with a list yesterday, and they ranked him 27th overall. I mean, this is a guy who's been banged up a little bit, and his catching has been suspect, but I mean... NFL.com had this to say about him. Sanders has shown flashes of being a really good player in both the run and pass games over his first two seasons. He was more productive as a runner in 20, uh, 2020, but wasn't the pass catching threat he was in his rookie season. He must show up and have a Saquon Barkley-esque impact on the offense to help alleviate pressure. A Saquon... Well, but their impact. offense still sucks. What are they talking exactly. about? So I, that's a little frustrating there. I will say we all seem to overlook his 2019 catching ability last season. I'm hoping was an anomaly. Well, some of that, some of that deserves to be on Wentz too. Like some of those throws were horrible. I agree. I mean, last year, there's no excuse. He was 28 for 52 um, receptions Yeah. Uh, in 2019 though. He had 50 receptions for over 500 yards. So, and averaged over uh, 10 yards a catch there. So if he could put together anything close to that, he'll be much better this season. And we can usually count on him to run. The biggest thing with him is his health. But I got to say he's underrated, especially nationally. And he's had a couple, like, a big runs that have really – uh, changed change the flow of the game. And if it wasn't for Wentz choking, uh, we may have won a couple of those. Like the Steelers game, we're basically out of it. He breaks off a big run, gets us back into the game. Like he his his big playability, uh, we just don't have anyone like him like uh, on the offense. I mean, we'll see what we get out of Devonta Smith, but I, I think he's severely underrated. Rob, who do you, who's your underrated Eagle? Yeah, so my underrated Eagle has actually become less underrated in recent years. I think our appreciation for him has grown. But I have Brandon Graham. I mean, he's hmm. a guy that's had kind of a tortured career by Eagles fans. Everyone, you know, we have the famous Kelsey speech. He was drafted too high, but he has kind of been uh, labeled that a lot of his career. A lot of people wanted Earl Thomas, who was taken right after him. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at it, uh, one, he had a hu that huge play in the Super Bowl, the strip sack, uh, which was a massive play and maybe, you know, won us the game. 
Uh, and two, last year, he quietly had a, a pretty phenomenal year. I mean, he played 16 games, had eight sacks, 35 solo tackles. I think he's a tremendous leader on the team. He's outspoken. I, I mean, I would argue maybe he's the leader of the defense. Yeah. I know some people might say it's Fletcher Cox, but I, I think I see more leadership from Brandon Graham than I do Fletcher Cox. So I, I'm going to say that he is underrated, and we as Eagles fans should appreciate him more uh, for not only the leader he is, but the career he has put, quietly put together. No, I like it. I like that. Uh, and it's it's kind of like a career underrated uh, more so than even just last year. For me, this guy, it's just last year, and it's Alex Singleton. And maybe some of this is just because he came in and replaced Nate Gary, who was just so, so bad that anything looked better. But I thought when they brought in Alex Singleton, it helped steady the defense. His tackling was good. Uh, he had that pick six. I mean, granted, Nick Mullins threw it right to him. But I, I thought he helped steady the ship and uh, kind of gave the defense a little intensity uh, that it needed. And and I just love the guy, you know, former CFL guy coming in, a little bit of a wild man. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing we're lacking on our defense is some intensity. Like, there's there's no guys that are on the defense that are scary or badass dudes. Alex Singleton brings us a little attitude. Hope, I mean, I don't even know if he's a lock to be a starter this year, but I, I do think his impact on the team has been underrated. We'll see if they stick with him. For me, the overrated, it was pretty easy. Darius Slay um, didn't have a horrible year, but when you come in, we traded a third and a fifth, and we gave him a ton of money. You, you kind of expect a little bit more. Certainly he did better than what they had in 2019, but they were horrific in 2019, and he he's, he pretty good but I mean still some of the elite receivers really still had massive games and I don't expect you to completely shut down DK Metcalf or Devontae Adams but don't let them have like career games against you so uh, a little disappointed with Darius Slay and I, I'd say he's kind of on the overrated side Rob what about you Mr. Jake Elliott oh man uh, nice I mean come on we've talked about this before but how have we ended up with a kicker that has a five-year, 19-point-something million-dollar <laughs> contract? I mean, last year he made 73%. I know he made that, you know, 60-some-yard field goal against the Giants that one 62, year. 62, baby. For that. But how many times have we watched him miss these short, easy field goals? I am so over it. The guy better come ready to perform this year because, in my mind, he is completely overrated. He, he's just like one of those guys who can only hit his driver and then, you know, sandwich, anything short, he just chokes. How do you miss like a 30-yard field goal and you're still in the NFL? But then again, he hit, he hit huge kicks in the Super Bowl as a rookie. He hit a 62-yarder where we don't win that game against the Giants. Who knows if we have home field and who knows if we win the Super Bowl? So you could argue he's, he's made the biggest kicks in Eagles history, but then also... What the fuck, man? You've been bad. He's just he just misses easy stuff. Justin, who do you got? Who's your who's your most overrated Eagle? You know, this is a guy we keep giving a lot of credit to and we have these expectations for, but I don't know if he's quite earned it yet. Um Goddard. Um Yeah. Where, where a lot of fans have moved past Ertz, uh, understandably so. We're trying to turn the page with him as well. Um and we're looking at Goddard and we we already have these expectations. And I don't know if he's quite earned those expectations. In 2019, he had a he had a fairly good season. Don't get me wrong, but nothing great for a tight end. He had 58 receptions, 600 yards, and five touchdowns. And then last season, though, 
he only had 46 receptions and 500 yards. Granted, that was in 11 games, but Ertz also played 11 games last season and just had 10 less catches, but for some reason we hate him. <laughs> A yeah. lot of the fans seem to have turned on Ertz. So I, I don't know. A difference of 10 catches seems to be – seems to uh, – I have changed people's minds. I don't know. And, and want to turn the page with Goddard, but I feel like he still has a lot to prove, but we've given him a lot of credit for some reason. Well, he can break a tackle. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That the yak is probably the biggest reason. Yeah. There's, there's no yak hurts. It's uh it's just Zach and he doesn't, I mean, when Zach like whiffed on that uh, block that against the Bengals, I think it was, uh, uh his rookie year there that uh, people really turned on him for that but again Zach Ertz also like he's gonna go down all-time eagle had to go ahead touchdown in the end zone but it, it's time we need we need to turn the page on the uh on the Doug P Wentz era and, and unfortunately I, I think Ertz is part of that but you're right I mean you look at the numbers and Goddard we just kind of like assumes gonna be awesome and and he's certainly shown some flashes hopefully uh hopefully he comes up big Oh man, we are only 26 days away from Eagles training camp. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the diehard Eagles podcast. Make sure you subscribe Apple podcast, Spotify, and uh, check us out on the app, the SGPN app available in the app store and the Google play store for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green for Rob for Justin go birds, go birds, go birds. Go birds.